Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a very interesting topic today, and I don't really under I don't really know why um, right now feels like the time to talk about this, but maybe that's just me picking up on kind of the grid of the world and everything. So we're going to be talking about the differences between emotional definition and emotional openness and really how we feel this, how we experience this, and to kind of bring clarity to anything that seems like a misunderstanding or you'll you'll understand what I mean when I'm talking through it. So the first thing that I want to say is that there is no right way of being. It simply is. If you have the emotional center defined in your human design, it simply is. It's not better than having an open emotional center. It's not worse. It's just that's the way that your design is. The same thing for having an open emotional center. If you have an open emotional center, that doesn't mean that you are worse off than anybody who has it defined or that you are better than anybody that has it defined. It is neither, like it's not good or bad. The people who have it this way are not good or bad. It's just the energetic experience that you have that is different. And it's perfect the way it is for your specific design. So now that we've got that out of the way, I want to talk about the difference between empathy and sympathy. The emotional authority, because if you have the emotional center defined, this is your authority because it's the number one spot of if you have it defined, it is your authority. So if you have this defined, it's your authority. So the emotional definition, the emotional authority doesn't feel empathy through emotions. They feel sympathy through emotions. Hear me out on this. Anywhere that you are open in your chart, you feel other people's energy. And anywhere that you are defined in your chart, you feel your own energy and other people feel your energy. This is true for every single center in your design. Just because you have a defined emotional center, and let's say you have a defined um, ego center. Let's say you have that 3740 connection there and you have those two centers defined and everything else is undefined, you can still experience empathy in other centers that are not the ego center or the emotional center. For instance, you can experience the creativity and the excitement of the sacral center. You can experience other people's fears and understand that on a base level. Same thing with their health. You can experience their mental pressure, their anxiety. You can experience so many different centers and different, um, I want to say emotions, but it's not emotions, different things, different aspects to what a person feels in your openness. So if somebody walks up to you and they are like absolutely fearful of something that's about to happen and they just have this basic fear of, holy crap, this isn't going to work. You can feel that yourself in your open splenic center. But if they come to you and they're really angry or they're really 
um, mad or like sad or upset or whatever it is, whatever the emotion is, the mood is behind it, you can sympathize because you feel that on your own and you know what that feels like because you have identified your own emotions as that before. So you can sympathize, but you cannot empathize in the same way that they are experiencing it right now, like the open emotional center can. And it goes for the same for every single center on the human design chart. So again, if you are emotionally defined, you experience other people's emotions through sympathy, not empathy. And anybody who has this emotional center open experiences empathy, not sympathy. Because of the fact that your center as an open emotional person, you don't have your own specific way of feeling all the time. That's not something other people feel from you unless you are amplifying somebody else's, unless you are dealing with your own situation of your own feelings. Again, this the open emotional center gets a spark of emotions by a situation, by something external, by a memory, whatever it is. And then it's like an overwhelm of emotion. And it's a very, very broad range of emotions that you can filter through. Because again, you're so used to just filtering every single person's emotional state that it's, you just have this, um, think of it like a roller coaster, I guess. (laughs) The emotional wave, the defined emotional wave has a roller coaster that they are on all the time. This is, I actually, I love this analogy and I've never thought about it like this before, but um, we constantly say that we have emotional roller coasters. So an emotional wave, depending on your wave, that's the type of roller coaster that you are on all the time. With, (laughs) With the open emotional center, you get put into an emotion and a roller coaster when you are faced with a situation or when you are faced with somebody else's emotions or when you are faced with something that brings up your own emotion. And other than that, you're just walking around the park. <laughs> you're not really doing anything else. You're walking around the park. You're not really on an emotional roller coaster. You are cool, calm, and content. And just that's your day-to-day base level because you don't wake up with emotions. You don't go to bed I mean, you might go to bed with emotions, but you don't wake up with emotions. You don't feel emotions all the time. And over time, you might have been told that you seem cold or distant or non-emotional, which I mean, (laughs) um, but like numb or like you don't care or, you know, different things like this because the emotional center doesn't, again, it doesn't showcase, it doesn't project its own emotions out unless it's feeling it. And then... Again, I feel like this is where a lot of, I'm, I'm not a professional, so take with this what you will. I've only studied psychology for 13 years, but this is where I feel like we get a lot of the conditioning of, oh, I feel like I have some disorder because I can't control my emotions. When in an emotional, open emotional center, You're not controlling your own emotions. You're controlling somebody else's emotions that are happening within you because you feel it. Like, I'll I'll use myself as a personal example. I thought for the longest time that something was wrong with me because of the fact that I had mood swings. 
I couldn't, there were, they were unpredictable. I didn't know what to do. I was constantly sad or I was happy and like, it was very dramatic. My mom used to call me dramatic all the time. She would say that I was always dramatic. I was always in a mood. I always had something going on. But when I wasn't around her, I didn't feel that way. And it's really funny to see this, how after learning about human design, this makes so much sense. But for the longest time, I thought something was wrong with me because when I was confronted with certain things, I had this huge emotional reaction because I wasn't used to dealing with my emotions on a day-to-day basis to where I had to subdue them. For instance, the open emotional is told that they are numb, they are cold, they are distant. The people who are defined in their emotional centers are taught to suppress their emotions, to suppress their emotions, and that feeling their emotions is bad. And they're just, they're shoved into this box. They are told, no, you can't display this. You can't show that you have emotions, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas again, it's, it's kind of like the societal conditioning of, okay, there are some people who don't feel any emotion and that's bad. There are some people who feel so much emotion and that is bad, but it's really just the frequency of which they feel. The emotional defined center feels emotion on a day-to-day basis just because because that's something that they are here to experience every single day that's something that you learn so much about yourself and that you help others understand and that you get help from other people to even understand your own emotions that's how the open emotional center helps the emotionally defined center and then the emotional open center gets help by learning what emotions are and by seeing and witnessing and experiencing emotions through somebody who is defined. So it's that give and take. It's it's happening energetically. It's not like a, oh, okay, okay, I'll understand your emotions right now, but I don't want to in five minutes. No, that's not what it is. When you are faced with an emotion as an open emotional center, the other person doesn't even have to be telling you anything about it. It's simply because they walked into a room. Whereas the emotionally defined person, they have emotions all the time. So that's just their basis. It doesn't really matter what anybody else is feeling because that's not what they're feeling. It's when we choose and sympathy is more of a choice. That's how I view it. Sympathy is more of a choice. We choose to see and converse with people who are experiencing something that we then can pull on from our own previous experience of how we felt about it and we produce sympathy. Whereas an emotional open center automatically experiences empathy in these emotions, not by choice, but because we feel it. Because we feel it already automatically, and then we feel like we need to do something about it, so then we converse. (laughs) Okay, take a second, let this sink in, and we'll be right back. And it's it's really cool to watch because I, for instance, I am an open emotional center, My partner has a defined emotional center. I am totally fine throughout the day while he is at work. When he comes home, immediately I feel something because he brought home an emotion with him. And that's fine. We recognize the pattern. It's not bad. It's not like he's doing it on purpose. That's just who he is. And it's not like I'm feeling it on purpose or it's not like, you know, nothing is meant to be taken the wrong way. He's not trying to upset me and I'm not trying to upset him. 
It's simply the fact that when he comes home, he has an emotional wave going on. Because as an emotional definition person, there's always a wave going on. No matter what it is or how, you know, high up or low down or whatever. It's always going on. So we've talked about it. I help him through the emotions that I feel are very uncomfortable in my own energy. And I do actually feel this as a physical sensation, which is kind of crazy to think about, but it's also really cool to think about at the same time. But so he'll come home and I'll ask him, you know, like how things were and I'll give him time to open up about it. But if something happens to where he doesn't want to talk about it, or more so, not that he just doesn't want to talk about it, but that he doesn't even know that it's going on underneath, that's when I have to bring it up because I feel it. And then I think since he's not, since he's not telling me about it, it's like, okay, did I do something wrong? You know, and then again, that's a conditioning pattern that I've had from the past. So we are again working on that. But it's much better to be open communicating about this so that we both know what's going on and usually he again he doesn't know why he feels a certain way but I can pinpoint exactly what he's feeling down to the very words <laughs> which is kind of again crazy sometimes but like there's this one instance that he was feeling an emotion that I, I knew so deeply because I've experienced it myself before I've experienced it through so many other people And he didn't know what it was. He didn't know what the words were, but he just felt like I could see it. He was trying to figure out the words. And so I offered them to him. I said, Bay, you matter. And he got very emotional about it. And he would not, like, he did not know. He was surprised, shocked, and then, like, also just his emotions kind of flooded out at that point. Because he did not know that that's what it was that was bothering him. Because he felt like he didn't matter. That was the emotion. That is an emotion. That's something that's happening in emotions. And yes, there are other centers that are kind of in this as well. But it's still an emotion happening. And this is the difference between an open emotional center and a defined emotional center. The open emotional center can likely put words or a specific way of feeling on what the defined is feeling. Whereas the def, uh, the defined person, if they are consoling somebody who is an open emotional center, they will not be able to put exact words unless like they have experienced it before. So it'll be more generalized. It'll, it won't be as specific. It'll be more like I'm happy or I'm sad or I'm angry or I'm happy or, you know, whatever it is. But they're more generalized words. Whereas the open emotional center will come back with, you matter. <laughs> I know you feel like right now you don't matter, but you do. Those are the differences. And again, neither one is better. It's just, it's a beautiful way of feeling each other and seeing how each other just interacts and how your energy is blending and amplifying and taking and giving. It's just such a beautiful energetic exchange that I mean, every single part of it is necessary. Every single part of it is needed. And until we understand that that is just it, it doesn't need to mean anything. It just is. I feel like that is when we will finally come to terms with the fact of, okay, it's okay to feel, but it's also okay to not feel. Because when we all start living the way that we're supposed to, 
that's when we all feel better about it, literally. (laughs) But that's also when our energy is in alignment, when we just allow ourselves to feel or to not feel. And the emotionally defined people, these are about 50% of the population. And then the openness, open, defined, or undefined, open emotional centers, that's the other 50%. For instance, again, like I'm an open emotional center. My boyfriend is a defined emotional center. My best friend, well, one of my best friends is an open emotional center. My other best friend is a defined emotional center. Like there's literally a split. And it's so funny to watch just how each person is different. Like the defined emotional center person, she is consistently feeling emotions, going through her emotions, journaling it out, figuring it out. And after she learned about human design, when I was telling her about this, she felt so relieved because it was normalized, because it was normal for her to feel this. It was normal for her to go through these waves of emotions and not feel like she's crazy. Because that's how it feels to both people before they understand how their energy is meant. For instance, my other friend, she's an open emotional center and we connect on a very intellectual level. And it's like, it's really cool to just kind of see the difference in the personalities because of the fact of that. I don't know, it doesn't really, it doesn't amplify, I guess. It's not already there. That, that's what it is. Not already there. And I can see when she does amplify somebody else's emotion. And it's just, it's so unique. It's so, again, it's just so interesting and fascinating to watch because it's so different. <clears throat> so even though these two centers, they are very different. The underlying aspects, we're, we all feel, we all feel emotions, we all have emotions, the frequency is different. Defined emotionals feel on a day-to-day basis, and they don't necessarily need a reason for feeling either. Sometimes you just wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Whereas open emotional centers, they need a reason. Not logically, but because their energy has a reason for feeling a certain way. And it could just be that they're feeling somebody else's emotion or that they picked that up at work or on the way home or at the store or whatever, and they brought it home with them. So it could just be that it's not their emotion that they're feeling. But at certain times, it will be that they are feeling their own emotions because of the situation that's happening or the memory that sparked it. But if it's not your own emotion, then you don't need to process through it. You just need to release it. And when you are feeling your own emotion, you need to process through it and release it. So they're they're two different aspects, but they still each are unique. Each have a purpose. So if you have an open emotional center, I want you to normalize not needing to feel your emotions all the time. Not needing to sift through and process, you know, emotions all the time. Your emotions will come up and that's when you can process them. But you don't need to go out and spark them on your own. Not even go out. You don't need to try to spark them on your own. Because they will be sparked. And your energy is not meant to stay there. And this will be shown in different aspects in your life. And if you have a defined emotional center, I want you to normalize feeling. Just feeling. 
I want you to normalize the fact that you can wake up on the right side or the wrong side of the bed. I want you to notice the beauty that is your emotions. I want you to notice that you are able to bring an emotional aspect to everything that you do. And that is a skill, that is a talent, that is something that you automatically do and you don't even need to try. And that helps others connect with you because they can feel your emotions, because they can understand and see your emotions. I mean, again, this is why people watch television. This is why people watch movies. This is why we read books, to have an emotional experience a lot of the time. This is why we build relationships. We, ha- we build these different things to have an emotional experience. And you just automatically do. So I want you to normalize whatever side that you are on. And also normalize the other side as well. Because everybody has a place in this world. Every person's uniqueness has a place in this world. And go test this out. See, see how your life changes when you start normalizing these things, when you start recognizing, is this my emotion or is this somebody else's? When you start allowing yourself as a defined emotional to process through your emotions every day, it's a really good practice for people who have a defined emotional center to journal it out, to talk it out, to do something with it, to work out and with the intention of releasing this emotional, um, this emotional weight more so is how I've heard other people talk about it. See how that helps you. You'll become much clearer. And you might even feel a lot more free. I hope this has helped. I'll see you next week.